You're listening to the Archaeology Podcast Network. Hill Gap site in Wyoming is one of the most complete records of Native American life on the Great Plains ever found in North America. This is episode 337 for the 3rd of December, 2017. I'm Chris Webster, and this is Arc 365, a podcast today in 2017. This episode was written by Richie Cruz. The Hell Gap site was a camping settlement in eastern Wyoming that was originally settled in 13,500 BC and continued to be occupied by Native Americans for the next 5,000 years. Until the discovery of the Hell Gap site, almost all other recorded archaeological sites on the Great Plains were bison procurement sites, a highly specialized activity that left many other aspects of prehistoric Native American life on the Great Plains unknown. Its relatively intact collection of features, such as post holes left by tent poles used to hold up teepees, Lithics, what archaeologists call stone artifacts, and animal remains has provided archaeologists a window into how prehistoric Native Americans of the Great Plains lived, where they slept, and what they ate. The Hell Gap site is located in a valley next to a stream in Platte County, Wyoming, 13 miles north of the town of Guernsey. Its sheltered location next to a permanent source of water is probably what made it an inviting place for prehistoric Native Americans to live. It also remains free of the effects of erosion and other natural geological processes that often destroy more fragile artifacts and features, and left the site's strata, also known as layers, intact. The site was originally discovered by two University of Wyoming students in 1959. Excavations occurred at the Hell Gap site from 1961 to 1966 and again in 1995. Two previously unknown types of points, the archaeological term for arrowheads and spear points, were found at the Hell Gap site, which were named Hell Gap and Agate Basin. But the most notable thing found at the site was the undisturbed deposit of artifacts left where Native Americans had left them thousands of years ago. Many lithic artifacts were recovered from the Hell Gap site. Many of these have been found at other sites. Over the years, archaeologists have been able to group together artifacts that are likely to be found together. These assemblages of artifacts are how archaeologists know if a site is a Clovis or a Folsom site. Until the Hellgap site, these were just names. Archaeologists knew approximate ages for various types of sites. If you found a Clovis site, you knew it was really old, and it was speculated that the Folsom complex evolved from the Clovis complex because of the similarity between the two and dates that had been derived from lab testing. But the imprecise nature of current dating methods meant that there was a lot of overlap. This was not only true for Clovis and Folsom complexes, it was true for every North American complex. And all of these complexes were found at the Hellgap site in intact strata that allowed archaeologists to figure out how they related to one another and place them on a timeline that showed the evolution of Native American lithic technology. Because they were in intact strata, archaeologists could see which artifacts went with which features and faunal remains. They could see things such as when the people at the site were hunting certain birds or for bones to use in their jewelry. They were using this kind of arrowhead. Or, evidence of teepees were found in the same strata as these complex of artifacts which date to 12,000 BC. Therefore, we now know that Native Americans were already using teepees during the Clovis complex, on and on. Things like timelines and complexes might not be as much fun to the average listener as how many arrowheads were found at the Hellgap site, or what color and material artifacts were made of, but archaeology is not about finding stuff. Archaeology is reconstructing history and past events, and the Hellgap site provides us with the most intact window into the history of Native American life on the Great Plains ever found. Thank you. This network is supported by our listeners. 
You can become a supporting member by going to arcpodnet.com slash members and signing up. As a supporting member, you have access to high quality downloads of each show and a discount at our future online store and access to show hosts on a members only Slack team. For professional members, we'll have training shows and other special content offered throughout the year. Once again, go to arcpodnet.com slash members to support the network and get some great extras and swag in the process. That's arcpodnet.com slash members. That's it for this episode of ARC 365. Please share this episode on your social media sites so others can have fun and learn about archaeology too. Please consider a donation to ARC 365 by sponsoring an episode for just $35. You can find the sponsor page at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com forward slash sponsor ARC 365. Thanks and have a great 2017 with the Archaeology Podcast Network. The song Storm Diggin' was written, performed, and recorded by Steve Webster. This show is produced by Chris Webster and Tristan Boyle and was edited by Chris Webster. This has been a presentation of the Archaeology Podcast Network. Visit us on the web for show notes and other podcasts at www.archpodnet.com. Contact us at chris at archaeologypodcastnetwork.com.